0: All right ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the MSP Initiative Live. Woo-hoo. This is December 8th, 2022. It's a Thursday and we are almost at Christmas time. And uh yeah, could you did you imagine the word Christmas time and New Year's in your head? I don't even I don't know who's still doing, you know, who has Christmas music radio station on blast, but we're in that time of the year. And uh, I always tell people Thanksgiving's a holiday. Everybody forgets because like, you know, Black Friday and they put the Christmas stuff out way early. But um, I wonder if Black Friday is still a thing. I feel like more people ordered online than actually went to a store. I digress. Um, MSPinitiative.com, this and every other session we've ever done gets posted under the sessions page in audio and video format. So pick whichever one's best for you. A uh, bunch of stuff coming out in 2023. Uh, we're in the middle of baking up what that looks like. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, should be should be exciting. Gonna kind of change the format a little bit here An MSP Initiative. But trust me, only gives you back a little bit more. And we love the community. So we want to make sure that we do everything we can to hook you guys up. Today, it, we bring back one of our favorite show guests cynthia schreiner who is currently at quick pass, quick pass. <laughs> how's everything going today cynthia
1: everything is great it is a beautiful sunny day nice and mild here in florida and uh i'm loving the uh, quick pass team and everything that we're doing there and just trying to get that show schedule finalized for 2023 but we'll be yeah. lots of places
0: yes the money the money printing for 2023
1: Got myself a big old money tree.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, you know, listen, money doesn't go as far as it used to because things get more and more expensive. Uh, I know uh, I know you like being out on the road uh, and I know not everybody out there is road warriors and goes to a ton of events because, you know, MSPs probably pick and choose, you know, the handful of ones they go to every year. But let's rewind. Right. Twenty twenty three. Um is Hold next, on. are you know, we rewinding month? or fast forwarding well we're, 2023 is next month let's talk about 2022 so <laughs> zoom out right i mean i think you between you know both of your you know uh your gigs here you went to probably what dozens and dozens of events uh Where's yourself Yep, it's a lot it's a lot of movement a lot of travel um give me your top two or three do any come to mind Ooh my you
1: two or three. You did. Um, I mean, you know, it's hard not to think of IT Nation because it just happened, right? Sure. And you see so many people. It makes so many connections. Um, But I'm also a huge fan of IT Nation Secure, which unfortunately I couldn't attend this year. Um, But getting the chance to talk to those service leaders who don't always get the opportunity to leave their help desk engineering world, right? And actually have some time with them and talk to them about their problems day to day, not just the business owners. I always find that to be super, super unique. I love that. Um, what else? Oh, I don't know. There's lots of good ones. I mean, I guess technically <laughs> I said two.
0: Hmm. Yeah. IT Nation flavor one and flavor two. That I know. You, that means you, you have one what? more. Uh, all right. All right. All right. All right.
1: All right. All right. I'm going to say exchange. Love okay. an exchange show. I love that there's so much time baked in that I can take people to dinner and have meaningful time and things that we remember. And they're usually at these like really fun hotels where you just kind of get there and you can stay there and just mix and mingle and have a good time. And then being in those boardrooms and having that type of close, um, presentation, just yeah, total game changer.
0: What is it? 17 minute presentation, Cynthia? I mean, how much can you get out in sub 20 minutes?
1: Um, well, I can talk like really fast.
0: Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, if you're information good, is getting out of your brain, but let's see if it's received on the other side. Well,
1: that's why you got to be really thoughtful about your content. Right. And so how do you give people just enough to let them know that you can help solve a problem that they need solved. Got it. So there's a challenge okay. too.
0: All right. All right. Cynthia can talk fast. I'm going to write that down. I think <laughs> special skills talking fast. <laughs> So, you know, you shifted a little bit, right? So I think QuickPass is still maybe not a household name in in the sandbox. I like to call it MSP land. Um, Maybe just give people a little bit of an understanding of what QuickPass does.
1: Yeah. So we are helping basically you're helping your help desk do better, right? With automation. So all of these admin accounts that You know you should be changing the passwords on um but maybe you're not getting around to it or forgot to do it when you had to fire bob last thursday we're actually automating the change of that and then that information will go into your documentation platform and to your psa wherever you you know mapping that stuff to um and then also there's a really fun button that says change all now so when you let bob go on thursday because bob's a big butthead Bob leaves and then now you're just pressing a button. And we had a one guy on our round table yesterday talking about how you know he's like, I just had to fire someone and normally that night I would have gone through this painstaking process of making sure that all that stuff was changed and worried that I'd forgotten something. He goes, But now you just press a button. I it's called it the magic button. So that's the a magic little
0: magic button that just changes it all and then sends you a, <laughs> a green checkbox saying, You good. Yep. So see, there's there's a little hook.
1: About some yeah, of what we
0: do. Um, I mean, it sounds it sounds silly, but, you know, we all watch the headlines and wait for the next person to say that they have been hit. Right. Rackspace this right. past weekend and poor some poor MSP down in APAC, Australia, New Zealand. I forget which one because they're like cousins to me. I, I kind of think of them together. Um, they, you know, one, an MSP was targeted and then all their end customers got hit. Uh, yeah. Kind of yeah. like what happened back in uh, mid 21. Uh, but just you know, now localized to one guy. Uh, nightmare scenario, right? But uh-huh. unfortunately, a lot of the times we think like all these cool hacking guys, you know, in the basement, uh, you know, or in some cave somewhere just getting through all this good stuff. Um, sometimes it's just easy, 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 basic things that get missed. Um,
1: well, and, and like identity access management, right? So it's another piece of what Quick Pass does. So Now when, you know, we'll say Bob again, right? But Bob, the CEO, calls in and says, I need a password change. And you're like, oh, sweet. This sounds like Bob, the CEO. No, no, no. You can actually send Bob a little password, you know, a little code that comes through the QuickPass app to make sure that Bob is Bob. And actually, he can even use that app to change the password without even having to call into the help desk. And then using his facial recognition or his fingerprint, depending on, you know, what phone you have, can change the password and you make sure that you know that it's Bob. So, yeah. Are you, an, are you
0: an iPhone person or an Android person? Uh, no, I'm
1: an iPhone person.
0: <laughs> okay. Just figured I'd ask since we were on the topic. What are you? I'm an iPhone person too.
1: Yeah. I tried yeah. the Android thing, like someone, you know, made it sound really cool. And then I got it and I was like, nope, don't like this. I, I, I like just this thing like that a toddler iPhone,
0: can use. <laughs> I feel like the iPhone broke less, like it was a little bit more stable then yeah. like the Android needed a little bit more love and like you needed to tweak things all the time. Uh-huh. So I don't, I, I, I almost, I'm, I'm out of time. Right. I need to like just, just have stuff work sometimes. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it's easy. Very, very
0: easy.
1: Um, Hold on, but you yeah. didn't tell me what were your two favorite shows last year?
0: Oh, that's a good, that's a good question. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to surprise you. Right. I mean, yeah, there's the big ones and we see them all the time and, and they're great. Um. I liked. Uh, I'm going to give you two maybe up and coming events. How about that? Ready? All right. Uh, TechCon Unplugged.
1: Oh, we're going to be a platinum sponsor there next year. I'm so okay. excited.
0: Small, you know, small but growing event. Been based out of Chicago for the last couple of years. I think they're moving to New Jersey this upcoming year. They are. Um, love Paco and Rick. I
1: about to say, I heart Paco.
0: Yeah. Two smart, smart guys that have been, you know, on the ground running their own separate MSPs and they're, you know, one, you know, Rick out of New Jersey and Paco out of Chicago area, you know, just salt to the earth guys, you know, understand the game, you know, have been granularly growing their businesses like everyone else. Uh, So I really enjoyed TechCon. It was a little bit, um, you know, smaller of an event, but also a high quality event because you got to actually like get deep with people, which I love. Um, yeah. so that's, that was one that I, I really enjoyed. Um, I finally made it back to the UK. Um, you know, you know, pre pandemic, I feel like I was, you know, constantly moving around country borders, but yeah. then pandemic happened. Nope. Stopped. Right. Cause we know what happened, made it back over to see the guys at network group. I don't know if anybody oh. on this side is familiar, but uh, good team over there, um, yes. Harry and, and, um, david up and a bunch of people work with those guys uh in marketing and 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 you know make those events happen it's kind of like a not just a you know kind of buying group but they also have a peer group there so that's kind of cool right it's like a uk version of stuff that we see over here on the u.s side um they ran their their q4 event out of the um you know like rugby you know kind of mecca if you would right so i was able to actually check out another sports stadium and like because yeah i'm a sports guy uh can't say i'm a big rugby person but i got to like learn it a little bit isn't it just a,
1: like football without helmets
0: something like that something like that yeah a lot, lot there lot, are lot, rugby yeah. players shaking their heads right now <laughs> yeah a lot less pads. Uh, So that was, that was cool. Um, You know, I was glad to be able to sneak over to the UK uh, before, you know, the end of 2022 and been there since probably 2019. And uh, yeah, that was fun. And then I'll throw one more at you. Um, The guys over at Taylor business group. uh, And I'm like, I go through shirts because people give me shirts now and I just throw them on. I love that free promo, but um, they did their event. Last year was in, or last time they did it was in Phoenix, which is 2021. This year was down at the Diplomat, um, which if uh, any of the you guys and gals who used to be in Autotask land, the last Autotask Community Live was at the same venue. It's like a beach vacation resort, right? In Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Uh, we were able to recreate yeah. you know, the, the boat, we love boats and water. I don't know why, but <laughs> it took a few years to get back to this point and be able to do it again. <laughs> So I I really enjoyed that one cuz that was a good show. I mean, I know Florida's a great place and you know, but uh weather was actually really good. <laughs> and uh you know, no hurricanes or winds or anything like that and you're on the beach. So that was kind of cool. So, you know, like just throwing out some smaller ones out there because you know, we're all at the big ones, right? Um right. Yeah. did did absolutely love that we were able to somehow some way magically pull off uh that block party in Orlando and bring in the All-American rejects which Yeah, I feel like was (laughs) given the weather scenario that week was, (laughs) um,
2: yeah, I should, you
0: know, at some point I'll, I'll recover and, you know, put the PTSD behind me from that event. And, um,
1: is that why I was so exhausted? Like I'm always exhausted after really big events, but I was extra drained this year. I didn't think about the hurricane factor. Maybe that was it. Yeah,
0: the wet, the weather definitely caused some wrinkles. Um, I I don't think, you know, short of the pandemic changing situations about events, I've never had like a on the ground weather event that could have swayed like, air, you know, airport shutting down and like winds and transportation and people having yeah. to like you know move around and make the best of it. So, um hopefully that that was a one and done and we don't have to deal with that again anytime soon. But hey, Mother Nature, right? I mean, it is what it is.
1: I seem to be a bit of a hurricane magnet, so sorry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you did say that. And then I like didn't put that together until you, you know, painted that picture for me. And I was like, ah, I see. I was, you know, I I always tell, you know, the people around me that I live under a black cloud at times more than I probably want to admit. I call it the Bardisi black cloud. Uh, But maybe you have some clouds of your own.
1: (laughs) I have, I have high force winds and destruction apparently at my fingertips. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So for y'all that don't know, I had, um, there was a hurricane that came in the weekend. I got married. There was a hurricane that hit Houston as I was moving from Houston to Florida. And then one came to Florida right when we got here. So we had to evacuate then too. And then now this, and I'm sure if I thought about other hurricanes, there were definitely. Oh yeah. There was one when I was pregnant
0: with my son. Mm -hmm. Where we like lost
1: electricity for a
0: week, so yeah, yeah, maybe maybe in hindsight, you know, you think about maybe not going to Florida where there's a lot of hurricanes. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no,
1: Tampa, Tampa's safe. Tampa's safe. Tampa's done really well.
0: All right, I I, I think to myself, listen,
1: pulled it off. It was great.
0: Yeah, no, it was it was awesome, and that was uh, that was one for the history book. That I kept on being told that was the most expensive and biggest hurricane party that anybody remembered in Mm -hmm. Florida. that again i think people are just happy that we pulled the event off um I, I and then me being a philly guy i don't want to think about snow right so yeah every like like right now it's unusually warm here in the northeast like 52 degrees <laughs> uh, there it is opening up yeah you know, 52 52 degrees here in philly area and i'm like this is really not normal for this time of year but you know whenever you see a rainstorm come through in this time of the year you're like that could have been snow Mm -hmm. you know buffalo right when the couple was it three or four weeks ago they had like six feet of snow or something like that i was like yeah
1: i'll take hurricane over snow i don't like it sorry i had to let my dog in because she was that's okay
0: that's all right so the dog was enjoying outside too
1: well yeah the other one stayed out there he's like lounging in the grass he's like no 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 i'm I'm in the sun i don't want to come in
0: so Mm -hmm. so since since we're road warriors i want to throw some quirky travel stories out there so number one announcement uh, I know, you know, for people who travel out of the country, there's passports and there's programs like uh, Global Entry and and uh, Nexus and a bunch of other stuff, right? Um, but for everybody else domestically, they were trying to get real ID out for years. Uh, it was supposed yeah. to go live this year. Uh, it was delayed. Well, guess what? It's delayed now again until 2025. Oh. So if you paid extra for that real ID you know, cause your state charges more because it's different technology and it costs more. Sorry. What You're exactly is Real win. ID
1: is supposed to be? Is that like, it's like in your wallet, on your phone?
0: So Real ID is like, you know, they're, they're standardizing what happens on a driver's license or state ID, you know, to have the same features as the global oh. entry ID card, like, and your passport, right? So oh. basically you couldn't just use a standard driver's license or, or a state ID card, you had this enhanced one to be the equivalent of what, uh, you know, your passport would have been had you had, you know, if you had one. Um, so, you know, if you show, yeah, the idea was if you just showed up with a regular driver's license, be like, sorry, this doesn't count. Do you have anything else? And if you didn't, oops, you're not supposed to be going through security, but that has been extended to 2025. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, you know, every you know, your passports expire every ten years. And then you have global entry or TSA pre-check, right, which has to be renewed. So by the time it's all said and done, you know, around that twenty twenty-five, you'll be you'll be ready to go. So, twenty
1: twenty-five.
0: Yeah, twenty twenty-five. Oh look,
1: I, there's even a countdown on the Florida site: eight hundred and eighty days, nine hours, and forty-two minutes.
0: See that? So the cool part is for for any of you not heavy travelers out there. Uh, number one, a lot of your credit cards pay for TSA pre-check and global entry. Uh, TSA pre-check comes with three years as part of your membership fee. But if you get global entry, uh, it's five years and includes pre-check as well, right? So you pay like a little bit more. I think it's like 25 bucks more. Instead of three years, you get five years. And then you, you know, global entries for when you go international. And TSA pre-check is for domestic. And now all of a sudden you get the best of both worlds for just a little bit more. Highly recommend it. Um, as somebody who has avid security interactions, uh, but hopefully have a better experience than I do. Pre-check uh, only
1: three years?
0: Pre-check is only three years, yeah.
1: How is mine still working?
0: I don't know. I'm supposed <laughs> to renew it. Yeah. No, hold on. Do
1: you also do the um, the clear thing?
0: I don't. I'm not like Keith Nelson. He's he's the one that has all the special special programs. They won't. I am not get approved, <laughs> right? Because I'm always flagged all the time. So, yes, you two get flagged way more than I do. <laughs> I, I don't know. Pete's on the line here. And he 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 apparently has adopted some of the Bardisi Black Cloud. Um, so, you know, I was able to, you know, watch other people go through the uh, the dog and pony show uh, other than myself, but, you know, or at least hear about it, right? Because I could yeah. tell you, I have so many stories, I, I lose track. That's when I tell people I start posting when I don't get stopped rather than when I do. You do. Yeah.
3: Hey, George, what is this? A uh, black clouds, hurricane, Cynthia. Is this the weather channel? What's going on here? You want me to talk about <laughs> yeah, the time I yeah. took my pants off at Dulles airport because I had cage nuts <laughs> all over the place.
0: I <laughs> <up> the <green> <laughs> <paint>. <laughs> Wait a minute. What are you, why are your pants coming off in the airport, man? You
3: go Barbara. for security. You got pants pockets. You got your shirt pockets. You got cage nuts from setting up racks all over the place. Security gets upset with you. you go, screw it. I'm taking off my pants. Is there anything on me? No. Can I go to Chipotle now? <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, Pete, who I'm sure will tell his story. I don't want to take his thunder. He got stopped for something that you don't shouldn't be stopped for anyway. Now, when they ran their bag through the scanner for the 18th time, it's like, why are we doing this?
2: Yes, that was my quarters. Uh, I, I have a tin of quarters. And I, I, I'm still trying to find out from TSA why a tin of quarters is not legal to go through. I, I
3: I think I know the reason. I got to tell you this. It has nothing to do with weight. It has nothing to do with materials. I think the guy thought you were Street Fighter Two champion, and he didn't want none. Well, there it is. Quarters, the, arcade uh, machines. What else are you gonna use them for?
1: Okay, well, hold on. I do have one thing that I get—I get flagged like in my carry-on a lot,
0: okay, okay. which
1: is my dry shampoo because it's an aerosol, and I'll be like very quickly packing and forget that like I can't bring an aerosol. I'm going to check bags.
0: So hold, so, okay. So hold on, hold on. I was coming back from that UK trip that I told you about. Right. Uh-huh. And, um, there, today, in today the UK, good. you actually, they hand you the plastic bag. You have to put your stuff in the Ziploc basically, or a cheaper okay. version. And then like, I forgot that I had like a nose spray, right? Like, you know, whatever, flown one age. of the ones, yeah. yeah. Age, right? And like they, they went, they, they bent out of shape to the point where I was like, you know, they, they I got a little bit of the pee treatment, right? Like the UK version of TSA was running my bag through for the third time. And I was just like, can we just open the bag? Like, please stop putting it through. Like the $8 million scanner machine is not good enough. Let's just open it and dump it all out. And then whatever you want, take it. And, you know, she was going through. She made, they made me open up every pocket, right? All the little zippers, all the open. <laughs> and, uh, and she's like, this is, this is considered a liquid. I'm like, huh? I'm pretty sure it's not a liquid, but hey, that's fine. Throw it away. Can I go now? And I like packed all my bag and then left. But, you know, like 15 minutes later after running the bag through, I was like, this, you know, it's not that serious. Like just open it up and let's get it over with.
1: Well, it is liquid. And then when you like pump it, it like sprays.
0: Okay. Well, either way, I said she could have it. I'm yeah. not sure if kept the Flonase, but that's fine. Uh, just wanted to get moving. And uh, that's the easy one. How many times have I been stopped for business cards in my bag? I, I've no. lost track. Okay, you know the, the difference
4: job. is us true Americans. We don't get stopped. They, oh, they
0: true American. So so can we get a definition? Oh, can we please? go like, down? Dallas Cowboys fan card. How yeah, that so if
4: they, that's how it works. I walk up in my Dallas Cowboys shirt, and they go, "Sir, you're right through clear. You're done. Let me take you to the lounge."
0: Okay, <laughs> I know. You're just, you know, I know exactly what's happening here. You have December 24 circled on your calendar. You just can't wait for Eagles at Dallas Christmas Eve.
4: That's right. Regem-
0: oh. I know. I know exactly what's happening here. It's Christmas okay. Eve? That's yeah. That's happening? Okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: I, exciting. I, I've, I've been asked to come by many a party, but, you know, the other half wasn't wasn't interested in that. Uh, travel itinerary, so yeah. I'll have to watch it like the rest of America on TV, unless Keith Nelson's going. No, I really was thinking about it, but I I didn't. Yeah,
4: I should have.
0: I mean, you still can.
4: I should. I should see if there's.
0: I can get passes. See that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you, man. It's all about. Hold passes. on.
1: Do you do you have any like Christmas Eve traditions, George?
0: Um. It's funny. <laughs> well, hold on. I have two Christmases, right? So my you know, my family, you know, my you know, my parents' side celebrate Christmas after Jan 1, right? Like Feast of the Epiphany Orthodox. Okay. You know, over here. And then obviously, you know, we celebrate Christmas here, you know, like in George's house, uh <laughs> on regular Christmas on the calendar. So two sets of Christmases. One I kind of feel like is you know it's always interesting you know though you know be, you know it's always the holiday after the holiday when everything's on sale right so the second person uh-huh. always gets the benefit of the after christmas sales but i digress um it was it was funny for the first time the other day yesterday or the day before um you know we've hung stockings up for the first time in the house and i was like i don't remember though she's like i'm putting them up for the first time and i was like oh i was like i didn't have those growing up she's like are you not American? I'm like, Oh no, I'm, I'm very American. I promise. But that just wasn't a thing. She's like, y- y- what did your parents do to you? I was like, that's a longer story. Let's not do that. <laughs> so yeah, there's two Christmases, which is cool. Double the gifts, but um, yeah, slightly different traditions on. Yeah. You know, I, I, I let the, I let the other half manage Christmas here on this side <laughs> uh-huh. you know, and deal with the hurricane Uh, on the other side sorry to (laughs) read back to Matthew Fox in the weather channel so yeah that's uh that I guess that's the tradition right I have to go you know two for two for
1: well I guess as your um as your kids get a little bit older right you know you'll you'll find your things that we do that you do like we put out reindeer food the night before
0: and oh okay I make a
1: breakfast casserole you know on
0: Disney plus there's you know a series now they you know cuz they had santa claus 1 2 and 3 oh, so now, oh yeah
1: well we've been before. watching
0: well, okay S- oh right.
1: yeah oh yeah the santa claus oh it's so good we love it
0: okay i right. just want to make sure you are on top of it but you as usual you're on you're you're good to go
1: ooh favorite holiday movie or do we need to get back to tech and
0: stop talking about no holiday? we can get to tech but uh i, I have own- to
4: work i have to work on christmas eve i don't <laughs> know if you know that
0: oh you do do you get paid extra i
4: deliver presents
0: Oh, OK. So you're part of the Santa Delivery Network. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> now that I put that together. Um, yeah. Home Alone's on repeat. That's her favorite. Okay. So it doesn't matter what time of year. That's uh, I argue, as many of the Internet has. Oh, talk boy, about- here comes Die Hard. Yes, yeah, Die Hard. It's a Christmas movie.
2: One hundred percent.
0: It, I it's mean, a Christmas movie. Like a, you open up the movie, it's Christmas time. I hear Christmas music. There's a Christmas tree. There's a Christmas party. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay. All right. I know it's a big argument. I thought it was uh, settled. A George,
3: yippee Kaye and Mistletoe have the same meaning. There days.
0: you go. I That's like a- it. Perfect. <laughs> um. So... Between, you know, so back to tech for a second, between Rackspace, who apparently still not up from this past weekend, whatever issue that they- I heard it's not
4: coming back up.
0: No, I got to think it's coming back up, Keith. And they're just kind of mitigating and telling people, this is what you do until we figure it out. But here's the thing. I've seen whole MSPs pop up with websites saying Rackspace stop migration and all this whatever. And I'm like, I've always been kind of not about the negative marketing angle. I know it's a tactic. Um, I guess you capitalize on somebody else's misfortune, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I know, I know Rackspace is, and Microsoft did a thing where like, if you were affected, you could claim free Microsoft licensing for up to a period of time. I don't know all the terms and conditions of it, but, um,
1: Oh, it was ransomware though. I missed this. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had been oh, okay. like three days later, they said it, but it is still, still not a hundred percent back. Uh, you know who's
1: <laughs> responsible for the attack yet?
0: I'm sure. Yeah, uh, no, I'm sure that there was a you know if it was ransomware, there was a dollar demand, right, or cryptocurrency of some sort. Uh, probably don't tell that based on the fact that it's active and oh yeah, it. it
1: says ongoing investigation. I'm reading the FAQ.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, rack, you know, like Rackspace for this SMB, you know, MSP IT services, you know, kind of the bubble. I mean, they, they were doing hosted exchange for Microsoft 365 was a thing, or even remember BPOS, business productivity suite, Microsoft BPOS, anyone know? Yeah. That was, that was what became Microsoft 365 or Office 365. Um, And Intermedia is another one, right? That does a lot of hosted exchange. Um, But is that even like, is that even a thing anymore? I guess like Microsoft just kind of took it all back and they're doing it, right? So I don't know.
1: And it was isolated to the hosted exchange business. So not the Correct. other. Correct. Huh. Ooh. why yeah. oh, I feel for them.
0: Yeah. I saw, I saw, I think it was on Joe Panteri's newsletter that the valuation for Rackspace stock went down quite a bit. <laughs> oh. uh, so, you know, no, you know, of course, when you're publicly traded, you know, people react and, you know, we're yeah. not exactly great financial times, So I can imagine why, but Yeah. So that, and then if you, that other MSP, and I think in New Zealand, Australia, one of the two, I forget the name, but um, that's recent last day or two. um, Yeah. All their customers got ransomware. Ah. An account wasn't reset or something Mm -hmm. like that, but feel for, I feel for that one. Right. Like I think Rackspace is a big company. They'll probably rebound, but can imagine an MSP who, you know, self-funded, right? They're not, you know, backed by anyone and they get hit like that. Yeah. Bad days, right? We kind of saw that back in, you know, yeah. a say a breach, you know, not targeting you could say, just telling, you know, factual. If you're listening. Um so yeah, totally sucks. And and I feel bad and I know the community really jumps in and helps people in their situation, so hopefully that they're, you know, they're getting help, but um Imagine you're an MSP, you got 50 accounts, all 50 go down at the same time. Yeah, not a great time.
1: Oh, this says New Zealand government.
0: Yeah, there it is. So they they were doing like local government accounts or you know, government, you know, Ah. service. That was their vertical. Kind of like Keith Nelson specialized, and you know, maybe somebody's doing dentists and doctors, and these guys were were local government. So yeah, Yeah. not
1: great. Small business of just 25 employees. Oh. Oh, my heart goes
0: out to them. I mean, it takes a long time to build up, you know, to that, you know, to to the amount of customers that you're supporting and having to, and think about that. You, you were doing these projects over time. Now imagine everything hits at once. You don't even have enough resources, right. To kind of <sighs> bring it all back. Right. And like, not that I want to go through that exercise by any means, but even if they have outside insurance, whatever, and remediation and incident response people and all the other stuff that comes with that um you still got all your customers down at one time not cool
1: no not at all mean hackers boo ransomware
0: well and this comes back to the and we we talk about it all the time and I don't want to beat you know beat it into the ground but you know the simple things seem to be the things that like majority people actually get caught up in right so Mm -hmm. or that's what the insurance people are telling us, right? It's always, you know, you know, something via email, right? Clicked on a bad link, got spoofed, or, or yep. something like that, right? So, you know, at the end of the day, it just comes down to hygiene. Let's let's fix the basic stuff, right, and make sure that we're on top of it for everyone else.
1: Yep, absolutely, yeah. I agree.
0: Well, yeah. it's a
4: it's a problem when you sell add-ons versus integrating it into their weekly daily workflow. You have to make it so, remember, their primary job is not securing their network. Their primary job is doing whatever they do for a living. Yeah. And so we have to be very cautious that we're supplementing the workflow, not causing disruption. Otherwise, it gets to, you know, when you make it too cumbersome, we've talked about this before, like cyber insurance. When it gets too hard and too expensive, then people do nothing yeah when you when you make security hygiene such an obstacle and we have these msps walking around going i own the network which is a joke you're going and it's not a collaborative work into implementing security into workflows you're not going to get you're 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 in the weeds and not in the solution the solution is integrating all these safeguards into their daily workflow making more money doing that and helping them be more efficient and effective
0: at what they do for a living. No, I 100% agree with you. Matthew Fox, I got your message. I was more talking about sympathy for the MSP in New Zealand, not, not Rackspace per se. Although I see your article here that says that unpatched exchange servers could be behind Rackspace's ransomware. Since oh. 20... <laughs> and then it says, a uh, company's been falling apart since 2007. Hey, if that's all, if that's true and they didn't do what they needed, they had to do, and they left the back door open, and somebody walked through it. Yeah, I hear you, man. It's not good. It's not good. Everybody needs to be, you know, definitely more on it, for sure. Uh, I guess it's a little bit ironic that Rackspace offers security services and stuff like that to other people. You would think they'd be utilizing some of that functionality within their own, uh, you know, infrastructure, but hey, I'm, I'm, I'm on the outside. I'm reading the same stuff you're reading. So right.
1: you know, we just, don't really know what happened yet.
0: Other than it's a ransomware incident. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. not great. So I think this can, you know, you know back to protecting tools, right? There was a comment way back when, you know, when some of these tools were getting targeted and every once in a while you see, you know, uh, MSP tools being targeted, but um, they're like, hey, can you run an MSP without an RMM? You know, could you go straight you know, uh, Intune or, you know, one of these like kind of manufacturer side, you know, kind of platforms and build it into what you want. I mean, I guess, I mean, I think the problem is that no matter who I talk to, and I talk to a lot of MSPs all the time, all day, um, when they come from other like enterprise products, right? Like ServiceNow or Salesforce Service Cloud or whatever, right? Part of the problem is, is that the automation and tie-ins to all of the products that they are working with isn't there. And they don't have the internal DevOps resources and developers to build it all themselves. And that's when like the rubber really meets the road, right? So I think that that's part of the problem, right? That kind of why we went down the trade show floor and and swiped and swiped and swiped and swiped is... That utopia that Keith Nelson keeps talking about, right? It all works together, right? You've integrated it all together and it's one big platform, bud.
1: Right.
0: Sucks when the platform more, is-
1: It's more of a stack and less of like a pile. Yeah,
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. What well, it it's
4: just a matter of spending time understanding business process, workflows, lean manufacturing, things like that. And understanding what your customer does for a living. It's yep. like we've always talked about what's your first sales... What, what's your first sales presentation? Your ears, listening to what they do, not telling them about how great you are. Yeah, and definitely. and and taking that into consideration.
0: I think you know. I know. I know you're big on the blue light special, and I know Kmart's yeah. business. But I did. Is there still a Kmart in Australia? I don't know. I think might be. Um, problem is, is that. When you're targeting smaller company sizes, right? Let's just, for the sake of argument, say sub 50 users. And you got a whole bunch of those, right? 25, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, a hundred of those. Um, every, you know, like maybe there's not enough concentration time, Keith, to go in and do that listening, right? Like you're going in there, right? There's a bunch of insurance offices and doctor's offices and Lawyers and whoever else, right? Because everybody's been to potpourri, right? And um, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, they're coming to you saying, What should I be doing? Right. And you're flipping it around saying, Tell me about your business. There's, yeah. you know, bouncing act there. Well, you,
4: you think it scales down very well because you're going the smaller the business, the less resources, and the less time they have to waste. And the more beneficial it is for you to help them do some business process engineering or re-engineering because it's probably stuff they don't even know. Sure. And, you, and you could walk into a, a, a dentist office as since that was your example and just say, hey, look at your checkout is five steps. I can reduce that down to two steps
0: and I can make it more secure and I get you paid quicker. Paid hey, quicker sounds good. By the way, thank you for some quick searching. Keith Nelson, would you believe there's still three Kmart stores open in the United States?
1: Yep.
4: Them damn blue lights.
0: Somebody's still buying them somewhere.
1: Uh, I think it said, let's see, New Jersey, New York, and Miami.
0: Heavily populated area.
3: Oh, the open Kmart's actually like 10 minutes away from my house on Long Island. They got a Little Caesars. I'm sure that's the only reason it's open.
0: We are going to Kmart to get to the Little Caesars.
1: Yep. The one in Westwood. And then there's one in Miami and one in Bridgehampton. So, um, you know, y'all both mentioned, uh, like, if you're, you know, an MSP and you have dentist office, that was actually another great show that I did last year that we're going to do again this year was the Dental Integrators Association, which if a certain ah. percentage of your vertical is dental offices, they are a peer group specifically for that and mm-hmm. the uh, unique uh I guess what hurdles or obstacles that maybe come from a dental office and how they run a business. So yeah, pretty
0: cool group. It's interesting, right? Like you go, you know, like some of the old school people have been doing dentistry for a long time, right? Like, you know, and then you get the newer guys and everything's digitized and like there's lasers in your mouth and all sorts of other stuff. And it's like, I don't know which one do you like? I'm not sure. Uh Preference. My I
1: guess. son's retainer was 3d printed in the wow. office. So they had this like thing that they like went through and like got all of these images of his teeth and then they printed it. And he had said it's like so much superior more superior because they used to only have this one woman that could come in and do the molds. And if anything like got a little bit messed up, she'd be yelling and screaming at everybody and then have to do it again. And like this is way better. Isn't that interesting though?
0: 3D printing. Wow. Okay. 3D printing of a retainer. I thought that'd be happening in the dentist.
3: Also, when they're doing this 3D printing, they're doing it with like cubic zirconia and quartz because that's how I got a few crowns done a few years ago after some jaw work. And it really is amazing to see done. Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't know that they were doing that too. Yeah. I
3: I shattered my jaw a few years ago and I had to get some rebuilding work done. And I honestly thought it was going to be like this archaic, like rusty tray of tools and stuff. Kind of like George was kind of getting towards a few minutes ago. And they're like, no, no, this is going to be good. It's going to be a bit of a long-term thing, but it's going to be relatively painless. And it really was, I couldn't believe it. And I had never gotten any significant dental work done. And I've actually forgotten the location of a couple of the crowns. I mean, I think about, I know where they are, but just day to day. And it's because of some of the newer technology they're using. You're not just getting the shape, the contours, you're getting the textures correct. Everything feels just like a genuine tooth. It's it's actually kind of creepy as I'm saying it out to myself right now.
0: So who lives under the black cloud? again i don't know yeah. <laughs> hey you know what
3: last week i told you about the steam powered jeep you don't think i get into the occasional incident on the highway with that of thing of course i'm sure you did
0: <laughs> a little smoke like blinding the road causing a pile um but did you know that uh pandora you know like the bracelet company pandora yeah
1: they
0: they're, they're saying it's for them they think that it's easier to artificially manufacture diamonds than to buy them and they're well, just there and the value holds and i was like oh
1: huh. yeah, i mean and there's also you know some
0: there are people issues there
1: there are people issues right there's some ethics issues um within the diamond industry unfortunately i, I understand
3: i'm just it's saying, okay but... to it's okay to apply high amounts of pressure to carbon but not people is really i think what it is i got yeah, it. actually
4: my daughter's engagement ring is um whatever we call it uh, artificially made diamond mm-hmm. because she's you know she's into save the world and you know, stop and all that. And it had to do with um, diamond mining being bad for the earth and bad to the people that mine it. Yep. And and you get a, um, now correct me because I'll probably get the ratings wrong. You get a VI or VS for the same price. You get a VSI in the pricing is is substantially more and and they're perfect diamonds and they're doing the coloring, which is kind of cool.
3: It's it's the the clarity and the other attributes you look for are engineered. They're intentional. They're not happening by chance through nature. So they're a lot easier to acquire and less expensive, most likely in the long run. And of course, there are the humanitarian issues. I mean, just go turn on Netflix and watch Blood Diamond.
0: I was about
1: to say... Every time I watch Blood Diamond, I'm like, we could never yeah. buy real things again. <laughs>
0: is, is that? Can I ask you a question? Whoever I feel like swirters... it's more documentaries in Netflix now than it is TV shows. Go ahead. Well, the, uh, no, no, no. Blood Diamond's Diamond talking...
1: was the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, that's well, right. right.
4: That's, well, I don't know. I'm. I'm sorry. I don't know who did. But is Blood Diamonds as violent as like, um, Eagle Stadium? That's all I'm asking.
2: Oh.
4: oh wait, was that
3: that question was directed wow. towards me? oh Yeah. Um, no. Well, I. I haven't watched Blood Diamond probably since it came out, and I'll admit I have not had a Netflix or any of those kinds of streaming services uh, accounts probably in the past decade, so I'm not a good person on that. And I also don't like football, but it's Philadelphia, so I'm going to I'm going to assume it's pretty rough.
0: Come on, guys.
3: Okay, just do the diamond manufacturers
4: hate San.
0: How many times (laughs) do people get in stadiums in California in Texas? Okay. And just because people still remember snowballs at Santa Claus, which once again, I was not born yet when that. Occurred. I was. Okay. Like, <laughs> let's be fair. Let's be fair. I've never even bad, heard the story. Bad things happen at other. It's it's, it's on
4: es. You can see it on ESPN highlight. It's on their site still. And the the fans in Philadelphia, they have a thing where I think Philadelphia wins the worst fans or the most obnoxious, whatever that award is. And and they gave him cheering for
1: 1968.
4: Was it was it Terrell Owens being hurt where they cheered on the field on a Christmas Day game? And then <laughs> years ago, as, as as the Eagles brought out Santa, the fans beamed him with snowballs and booed him.
0: He was drunk. That's what they told me. The fans were all drunk? No, the Santa Claus was drunk. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, everything. ESPN does still have a um video clip of it. Oh Lord. Okay. All right. So Dan <laughs> the answer is Keith Nelson. I got my Christmas hat for 24th, ready to go. Ready? See? We're good to yeah.
1: go. Oh, I've got quick pass hats coming for our okay. show next week.
4: Well, oh we'll, cool. Where's your show? Yeah. You
1: Marketopia in
0: yeah. Clearwater. Yeah. Brocon, okay. Clearwater. Yeah, I'll All see right. you. I'll see you there. Okay. I, I, maybe I should bring this, okay? But bottom line is, um, yeah, Keith Nelson, Blood Diamond is way more violent than anything that happens at the Eagles Stadium. <laughs> okay. okay. In the
1: 1968 season against the Minnesota Vikings on December 15th.
0: Cynthia wasn't born.
1: Nope, that's the year my around. parents were
0: married. Matthew Fox wasn't born. Like Mark wasn't nobody, no, Brian probably was nobody was around for this. Like how why do they still bring this up? Yeah, so so I'm like reading
2: if,
4: it. Huh. And the and the and the Vikings, the greatest team in that era that never won a Super Bowl. Remember how many years they were up there? They were Bud Grant, Fran Tarkington, never win a Super Bowl.
0: They're not gonna go, they're not gonna win the Super Bowl this year.
4: No, they're not. They're weak.
0: Okay. You know, I think George, it's,
4: by the way, I think the latest power rankings put us one and two.
0: Yeah.
4: Isn't that what I, you, that's, that's kind of the consensus.
0: The Eagles are one.
4: Yeah, we're two. That the Cowboys
0: are two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, at this point, they're saying the whole NFC East might make the playoffs. I think that. There's
2: a good chance of that. But the, I think, the, you know, one of the things that you forgot here in 2011 the battery throwing of Philadelphia plan that
0: JD drew. Batteries? Oh. Now I got to go from small. Have around
2: for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember it. I remember it. Like it was a one. Yeah, you know, like just because one person did something stupid doesn't mean the whole town is bad. Come on. Uh-huh.
2: Who, throws, who throws? Who throws batteries at their own? Finish.
0: How did they get the batteries into the stadium?
2: I agree with George on that. How did and they get into that stadium? Um,
0: <laughs> it's I metal. I'm not sure I'm going to buy batteries at CVS and then rolling into the stadium. Who was
2: it
4: that doesn't take credit cards? Is it filled up cash oh, only? or it filled
0: up became cashless for the first time. Yeah.
4: Okay. That was, I, knew it was cool. I
0: feel like most of them are cashless now. It, it was Pittsburgh not long ago. We're going back to 2014, 2015. Like, that's not that long ago, guys. They don't they only they did not take credit cards or debit cards it was cash only. Um, that
4: is true. That you know is what? true. Jordan got a point.
1: I have another sports related question about Philadelphia. Oh, okay. So like how many like tons or pounds of lard does it take to cover every lamppost?
0: So number 1, I don't know. Number 2, <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work. They still climb the poles. Like I don't understand why this is still in the standard operating procedure of the city of Philadelphia. Stop <laughs> wasting your time. <laughs> Unbelievable! All it does is make somebody's clothes dirty. That's it. Like it doesn't stop them. They want to get up there. They're gonna get up there. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Okay, I got it. Congratulations. By the way, I'm gonna say it again to your Astros. Okay, you got it. You you, you had your parade. You got the trophy. Now. I just want to say it one more time, because maybe you missed it last time. The last mm-hmm. time the Astros won the World Series, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I
2: remember at the Super Bowl, the fans threw batteries at the opposing team's fans. So what somehow, it, when, when the Somehow, when the <sighs> Eagles won the Super Bowl, they had batteries in the stadium again, and the they threw them at too. fans.
0: Not fans of it. the opposite, yeah. We're no, gonna have nice to, to go and about. fact check that one. I will he tell was... you, are we talking, talking like D cells? Like are, we are we talking car batteries? batteries. <laughs> I was there.
1: Oh, I, I think it's little like watch batteries.
4: No, it no, like... it was it was like Tesla batteries. These guys are <laughs> <laughs> obnoxious. There, <Yeah.
2: laughs> little, little,
1: uh, I even get the battery out of a Tesla.
2: They were double batteries.
4: If you want to talk about that one time, Tesla, if you read the book, it's interesting. They actually, and it's in the design they haven't built it, they were going to do battery exchanges. So you would drive over a pit instead of supercharging, and the battery would drop out of the bottom and they'd put another one in. It was all robotic, and there's a test center in California. You could see it done. It's pretty cool. And it'd be about the cost of a um, full tank of gas. So if you didn't want to spend the whatever it is, half hour at the supercharging station, you would drive over And the battery would drop out of the bottom and they just plug it back in.
1: Ah. Okay, here, hold on. Let me take this back to tech though.
4: That That is tech.
1: How? okay. That part was, but (laughs) okay. Big stadiums, right? Like how often do you think hackers try to hack into those and like get into, so I don't know, they could broadcast something across it or something. Do you think that they're like, that they get a lot of
0: attempts?
2: There are a lot of attempts in Pittsburgh, I can tell you that, because I knew somebody in security.
0: I I mean, when you have a building that has 65, 70, or in Keith Nelson's world, 100,000 people, um, it's no different than back in the day, you'd roll down the neighborhood, people leave their Wi-Fi signals, like with no password on them, and then like, you know, wide open, right? So I'm sure it's a little bit more sophisticated than, you know, the home router, but you know, those Wi-Fi networks aren't open all the time They turn them on for the games and they shut them down once they, turn, you know, shut the lights off. But, you know, imagine how all of those people connected to that system at one time. It's like it's no different than, uh, you know, hope that's not happening. But, you know, when you're on an airplane, you're on the airplane Wi-Fi. Same same deal. Right. You got people captured in a place and they're all connected to the same system. Right. Well, and there's yeah.
1: money too. So like you think back like from a ransomware perspective, I'm honestly surprised we haven't heard
0: more of that. Think, I would think if somebody's hacking a stadium Wi-Fi system, the ransomware is not the play. The play is to capture enough data to steal credit card information or identity or whatever, and then be oh. able to do something like that. No?
1: The 49ers uh, were hit with ransomware attack in February of twenty two.
0: Yes, that attack was at the 49ers home offices. And that was their internal proprietary data. That wasn't like the stadium. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Playbook, apparently they give you on an iPad now. So I guess, you know, if that gets out. Or you could be Bill Belichick and you just videotape it. So. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but you know... <laughs>
4: I could probably develop a playbook watching five of your games.
0: Okay. Have you, you should write it out. Give it to your, give it to your pals. I mean, I know you're not a fan of the coaching staff of your America's team at the moment. You could give them a hand.
4: I don't think they're smart enough to finish to f- follow it. No, but literally if <laughs> I, you watch every Eagle game. Do you tell me you don't know their audibles and their sets? They change. Not, you know, you know, the movements, you know, you can pick. Up I mean, a lot I of. can
0: guess with a high probability, but they change.
4: Yeah, but that'd be the same thing if you had the playbook. Well, I
0: you'd mean, you'd be guessing those, with a high probability. There, the offense doesn't have to be sophisticated in Philadelphia. They can pass the ball, they can run the ball, and the quarterback can run. So the question is when. That's the question. You know. How about guessing. that comeback on this week from? I the I saw uh, it, Tom the Brady, book. the magic guy. Yeah, I got it. Okay, I'm not. Saying. <laughs> Listen, listen. He's had plenty of opportunity to do what he does. Somebody else's turn. (laughs) Hey, and he might go back to New New England, I've read. I can't imagine. I always
4: heard he wants to finish in San Francisco. (laughs) Haven't you heard that, that his big thing is he wants to then
0: then they drafted the guy in San Francisco and he didn't go there, so. Now it didn't work out, right? Because the guy who they drafted got injured in what, the first game. Now Jimmy yeah, G, you're... apparently Jimmy G might be back for the playoffs. So we'll see. But apparently they have a quarterback problem in uh, San Francisco.
4: Yeah, but aren't you? I, I mean, I would think it'd just be a legacy move now. I mean, that's I don't think he cares about, you know, it's just like he always wanted to be a 49er because his favorite quarterback was Montana. And you're going, that's, he's, he's mentioned that a few times. And even if it's just, like, signed to just say I was a 49 you know, I don't...
0: He, he's mentioned a few times that, you know, he's not a fan of Nick Foles either. Yeah. Can't pass the ball and catch the ball, uh, something like that. I, I, yeah. Vague, you know. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't but throw that out there. Um,
4: but back to it, you go, the, the in the NFC East, yes. you go... You're you're just like one major injury from that just stacking. If if everything stays the same, I'm going to give you kudos. You guys are going to take it, right? Okay. But I every every one of those you go like every one of them is like one significant injury from that juggler I
0: mean, but that's the NFL. What right. that's all the time. Like depth is important. Like how many people have a backup quarterback? you know, capable enough to go and win the Super Bowl after their part, their starting quarterback goes down. It's a Disney movie. This is not normal. This doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm sure Nick Foles sold his story to Disney, and he's just waiting for, you know, his retirement. And they'll go to make that movie. I'm telling you. Well,
4: yeah, and you're, and you're you know, you what, what do you hear when the backup comes in? His job is not to lose. Sure. Generally, it's not to win. You know, they're not saying, you know, Everyone else makes sure and he just doesn't throw too many interceptions and doesn't lose the game.
0: I, I hey your backup quarterback caused quite the controversy for a few games and then he lost.
4: I think he I you remember what I posted, he forced the court the coaching staff to do what they needed to do, which was run the freaking ball.
0: Okay. We'll see. We'll see what happens on the 24th. But remember. I know we're getting a little bit sportsy here at the end, but remember, at the end, of course, we're still talking about batteries in Philadelphia. Thanks, Cynthia, for that link. Um, I just had not heard the story. Uh, remember, <laughs> remember, 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 not too long ago, back in the McNabb era, Mister Manelson, there was the the Cowboys and the and the Eagles played twice in the regular season, and then the first playoff game was in uh, Dallas. Right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, oh, it's very hard to beat a team three times in a row in the same season. Right? So. Could be another scenario this year, right? I mean, what if the Eagles and the Cowboys meet in the playoffs? They're going to have to be right now in Philadelphia. Right. You going to come out for that game?
4: I think I would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I would love to have you out here for that game, Mr. Nelson. And uh, did you ever get your booze, by the way? No, apparently still in Pete's truck somewhere. Oh. Right, Pete? not yeah he, it, it,
2: it is it is here and about to get a label put on it again to see if we can try again oh okay I, oh, yeah. that, booth, that booth loves florida so it spent a lot of time there this year
1: i have something i need to ship today too what's that this huh. is the lightning bug for the Tampa Bay lightning um harry Kusick, uh out of pennsylvania wanted it for his son
0: uh, okay there you go very nice I'll tell you what, Cynthia, things get lost in shipping. I hope it makes it there. Ask Pete. We lost a couple of booths this year.
1: I'm I'm putting my good luck on it. <laughs> yeah.
0: We got back, though, more boosts. And, and
2: and believe it or not, there but that that was because I went to the shipping place and I had the popsicle stick with the George Bardisi face up in front when I delivered it to get the I, I've been
0: known to just show up at places and interesting things happen when I do that. I don't know. <laughs> just just to say
2: a nope, nope. we're gonna, we're going to ship that
4: booth down to Grocon and see if it gets there for you. So George, if I had if I head to Philadelphia for the playoff games, are you going to make sure I have a car to pick me up at the airport?
0: Yes, that okay. car will be my car and I will be driving it. Oh, you don't do it my way? <coughs> no, no, I I do personal service. Okay. Curb to and, curb.
4: And you're going to take me to a real Philadelphia cheesesteak versus the one I have at Texas Stadium?
0: Yeah, that's not a real cheesesteak. So <laughs> you
4: know. it is it is horrible.
0: Yeah. Like that's not even down a long time ago. I have you never, ever have been, been to it. Texadelphia? It's a Philly horrible. cheese. Steak. Horrible. Horrible. Oh, why? I like why, it. why? 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 Who goes to a place called Texadelphia? These are not things that go together. I, I think it's yummy. Okay. Have you had it's, a cheese steak in Philadelphia yet? You've been you've been No, missing- I've never been I've never been to Philadelphia.
3: Okay, we're gonna make sure. Taxadelphia? Is that what I heard?
0: Taxadelphia. That Mm -hmm.
3: sounds like a place in Philadelphia. We get taxstering experts. No, no, no.
1: tax like Texas.
3: (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah, that's bad marketing. (laughs) No, it's from a New York guy. That's from a New York guy. Come on. That's from the New York branding guy. Come on.
0: Yeah. That's (laughs) not even me. Taxadelphia. Yeah. Not tax. Well, we'll make sure to get you to the right place. I'm excited. Yes. And now I want to I,
3: I think you need to do some kind of like cheesesteak showcase with this stream you got going.
0: Like, you actually, know, the final you four. You don't have to oh. do like a whole
3: big sweet sixteen of cheesesteaks. Maybe bring it down to the final four and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, we we'll just go
0: live, right? We'll go.
3: I was about a- to
1: say, I will, I will do this live, like absolutely.
3: I, okay. this could even be something that happens at an industry event at some point in twenty twenty three.
0: Uh but it would have to be in Philadelphia. Not many industry events happen in Philadelphia. Let's be honest.
3: Oof. All right, something <laughs> happens in Jersey. We get like, wait, can you get a ferry or, over from like Camden, Camden, or something like that to Philly? There's got to be something. Yeah, no, there's
0: do. no, there's no ferry from. See, now I think
3: end. you're just coming up with. If excuses. there was
0: any, if anything in Camden will get stripped down and sold for parts before Campbell's. <laughs> Oh, By Lord. the way, I
3: just
4: but if I do come out to Philadelphia, my only fear is with my beard. Can you guarantee that the fans won't throw snowballs at me? Mistaken <laughs> me for Santa Claus.
0: Yes, I can I can guarantee that snowballs will not be thrown at you. Okay. Batteries? Now, if there's other projectiles, I take no responsibility. Snowballs, I can help you with. Sorry. Okay. Awesome. Cynthia, I can't wait to see you next week. I am really excited. I have well, some cute uh,
1: stuff for my booth.
0: <laughs> table, booth, pop up, whatever. It's all it's all the same. You know
1: what? I'm I'm bringing the energy and the fun. I know this I is really That's surprising. So
0: that has nothing to do with the booth. Trust <laughs> me.
1: <laughs> but all right, it's be cute. Bring,
0: all we'll right. Bring, I'll bring the black cloud to, to Florida, and we'll give math Fox a little bit of a break.
1: You're like before. Uh,
0: all right, guys, uh, we will. Uh, we're, we still got a few more of these for the end of the year, Tuesday, Thursdays, one o'clock Eastern time. Catch you in the next one.
1: All right. Hi, thanks for having All me, cool. George. I loved it. Bye. So fun. Bye, everyone.